the North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. It's that time of year again. Kids are heading back to school, and in Dallas this morning, the mayor is making sure they don't show up empty-handed. KRLD's Bailey Friday has the latest on the mayor's back-to-school fair. The 26th annual Mayor's Back to School Fair is kicking off this morning in Fair Park. This is the first time the fair is being held in person since 2019 before the pandemic. Technically, the event was held over the past few years, but it was drive-through only. Today's event will provide Dallas students with essential school supplies as well as valuable resources. Registration is required. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. It's tax-free weekend, so Texans can save the sales tax on a ton of back-to-school items, and small businesses across the state are hoping shoppers will spend some of their money with them. A survey by the National Federation of Independent Business shows 61% of small business owners expect the economy to get worse over the next six months, not better. They're not optimistic right now. They're scared. They're uncertain. And so everyone's sort of having to be in the standby mode. Texas Director Annie Spillman says the cost of health insurance and inflation have become small business owners' top concerns. Businesses know that if they increase their prices and pass it on to the consumer, well, guess what? That's just going to make their regulars mad. She says an individual business with less than 10 employees may not have a big impact on the economy, but small businesses together account for 99.8% of all businesses in Texas and more than half of the state's economic activity. In the 24-hour news center, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. FBI agents are expected to take the stand today when testimony continues this morning in the Yasser Saeed murder trial. They're agents who investigated the brutal murders of Saeed's two teenage daughters nearly 15 years ago. Here's KRLD's LP Phillips. The feds became involved when local police feared Yasser Saeed may have fled the area only hours after the bodies of her daughter, Amina, and Sarah were found in a cab that he had leased. Prosecutors are having to reach back 14 years to investigators who handled the case, including former Irving detective Joe Hennig. He was at the Saeed house looking for answers right after the murders and said Saeed's wife, Patricia, was a tough interview. I was in and out and different people were telling me different things. I go back and talk to her. The more I talked to her, the more she told me about violence within the house. Hennig said police were quick to wave off the Internet sensation that the girls were murdered in an honor killing. Police say it was rather anger from Saeed that his teenage daughters were not obeying his strict control of their lives. From the Crowley Courthouse, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD. The former Richardson mayor caught up in a sex and bribery scandal has been sentenced to six years in federal prison. KRLD's Susan Darwin has the update. Former Richardson Mayor Laura Masker and her developer husband Mark Jordan have been sentenced after being convicted of bribery and tax fraud in July of last year. Prosecutors say Masker, now known as Laura Jordan, began an affair with Jordan while she was still mayor and started taking bribes in the form of money, and sexual favors. She voted in favor of a controversial 1,000-unit apartment complex Jordan wanted to build despite public opposition and running on a platform of no new apartments. The former mayor married Jordan after she left office. Prosecutors had asked for 10 years in prison. In handing down the six-year sentence, the judge told the couple the jury decided their case was not a love story, just simply bribery. In the 24-hour news center, Susan Darwin, News Radio 1080, KRLD. It wasn't their typical day on duty, but first responders in Watauga pulled together this week to save a woman's life. KRLD's Andrew Greenstein has that story. Watauga police got a call this week about a woman causing a disturbance inside a business at the corner of Watauga Boulevard and Bonnie Drive. Sergeant Danielle Bannock says when they arrived, they found the woman not inside the business, 
but rather on top of it, as in on the roof. They tried speaking with her for several minutes from the ground and then were able to get up onto the roof with her. Tarrant County Sheriff's deputies were driving by, noticed what was unfolding and jumped in to help. Fearing that the woman would jump from the roof, the officers and deputies were able to get the woman off of the roof by way of a Watauga Fire ladder truck and into a mental health facility to get her the help that she needed. In the 24-hour news center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. 18 wildfires remain active in Texas this morning, but fire crews are finally getting a handle on many of them. Here's KRLD's Kurt Lewis. The newest is that Hall County West Tell fire. It's 200 acres, about 75% contained. In Parker County, the Wilson fire is now considered 100% contained, but it was a tough one for a while. Thursday, the Texas A&M Forest Service posted a video of the Wilson fire showing a roadside tree absolutely swallowed up in flames in a matter of seconds. In southeast Texas, Jasper County is the latest county to enact a burn ban. Out of Texas, 254 counties, only 29 do not have burn bans in place. The Forest Service's weekend forecast shows moderate to very high fire danger in every corner of Texas, with the exception of a few coastal counties at Sabine Pass and between Port Aransas and Port O'Connor. In the 24-hour news center, Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080, KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080, KRLD.